When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That game. Prescott in the gun, runs up the middle. That call. It's the right decision. That moment. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Did he spike it in time? That's the end of the game. What normally takes down the Cowboys and what they have to battle and what they might have to fight through and maybe not. The head coaching decision making. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, Fox Sports Rules analyst Mike Pereira. Coming up, two-time Emmy Award-winning actor Eric Stone Street. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Phone lines are lit. Why not? Lots to talk about today. We could fill one of those six-hour shows, preferably, but we only have one hour left in this three-hour program. We already talked to Mike Pereira about the way the Cowboys-Niners game ended, what happened with the whistle, if you will, and the Bengals-Raiders game, if you missed that, Uh, and Dan Orlovsky's take that the Cowboys should move on from Mike McCarthy. Um, if you missed any of that, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Chris Brockman in his spot, TJ Jefferson in his Rich. spot, Del Tufo's doing that thing for that other team <laughs> or whatever he's doing. Jason Feller's in his spot. Um, you know, I, 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 I feel the need to set the table. Uh, you know, sometimes as a host, I can, I, I, it's my job to table set. It was just at this very, uh, I believe, moment, this actual moment one week ago, fresh off of the Steelers making the playoffs after that long Sunday improbable playoff run to make that Sunday even possible. Uh, Diehard Steeler fan Joe Manganiello was on the program uh, in advance of taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and I, I I spoke to him about this uh, this matchup. Uh, and sometimes I like to you know stir the pot a little bit. You? But I, I, I yeah. But no. I, I didn't I didn't expect the response. To be very honest with you, it was it was too good to be true. Go for it, roll it, please. I'm assuming you and Stone Street are tight through your wife, right? So, how is that working for for next Sunday night for Steelers Chiefs? How are we working this one? Joe. I don't know. You know, I mean, we, I really don't talk football with him. You know, it, 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 it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, it's kind of like nouveau riche versus old money, you know, we wear it a little differently. You know what I mean? To somebody who just comes out of nowhere and starts winning. So there's, there's a bit of a difference in, in how we carry ourselves. <laughs> like a Rolex versus Richard Mealy. Oh kind of. my <laughs> Nothing wrong with the Richard meal. I'll no, say that. Of course not. Oh. I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know. Uh, it would be more like a diamond-encrusted Breitling or something, you know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is a better answer than I could have ever imagined. And that elicited a response, a statement, actually. Uh, a statement released by Eric Stone Street through his attorney, Mitchell Pritchett. Um, and, um, of course, that all set the stage for the actual football being played. Um, and the Kansas City Chiefs, despite falling down 7 nothing, uh, with a defensive touchdown put on the board by the, I believe, future defensive player of the year, uh, T.J. Watt. It all went uh, Kansas City's way after that. And joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show after all that is the two-time Emmy Award winner and friend of the program, Eric Stone Street. Did I set the table properly, Eric? 
for this appearance. Well, y- yeah, uh, you did, Rich. And Thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. I hope everyone's hey, doing well. Hey. What's up, Eric? Hey, um, you, you know, you neglected to 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 say what my statement in response was, which was, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are a future-looking uh, program. <laughs> we, we have our eyes firmly set on the task at hand on Sunday and the future of the organization, which yes. is why we'll have no further comment on the game last night. It's in the past, and we won, and now we're moving on to the Buffalo Bills. Well, actually, uh, we do have the statement on the screen now. Uh, you did say, uh, well, your attorney said, uh, Mr. Stone Street is looking forward to the upcoming biopic Big Ben starring 75-year-old actor Ed O'Neill in the title role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to, I had to, you know, look, I had to get a couple little things in there. And, uh, you quoted, uh, you also quoted Thomas Jefferson and the great Gianni Versace. I mean, it was really, a, it was virtuoso. Yeah. The whole thing, soup to nuts. I, I put the, I, we, we put the, we put the Gianni Versace in for... <laughs> Joe and his Italian lineage. Oh my gosh! So I'm I'm wondering, um, you know, who gets more delight since you're a diehard lover of the Chiefs, but even particular offensive line play to see the thick six as it's now being known in the NFL when a big man scores a touchdown. If that uh, delighted you the most out of the Sunday night. Victory. Well, it was it was phenomenal when he checked in. Lindsay was sitting next to me. I have it on video. I said, uh, "Babe, don't watch anyone but number seventy three right here. Okay, Just keep your eyes on seventy three. And uh, you know, here's. Did you get the pictures I sent you I earlier? I did indeed. We have them already. Figured uh, you yep. might want to go in that direction. Go for it. Yep. So nineteen ninety four, Joe Valerio scores a tackle eligible touchdown from Joe Montana against the San Francisco Forty ers a 19-year-old Eric is in the second row uh, uh, season tickets that my dad bought me. And there you'll see the picture on the screen of Joe Valerio scoring that touchdown. And right behind Joe Valerio, if you zoom in, in mm-hmm. a green polo, I have no idea why I was wearing that, <laughs> and a black Chiefs hat. Uh, there I am cheering on the tackle-eligible touchdown. Last night, yes. Nick Allegretti checks into the game. I tell Lindsay. Do not take your eyes off 73. Yes. He even fooled me when he threw down what you say is the future defensive player yes, of the NFL. Did. Shucked him like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> went in the end zone, caught the touchdown. Unbelievable. Lindsay looked at me like I was the prognosticator of all prognosticators. She's like, you totally just called that. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> So it was quite a full circle moment for me last night to have uh, the same view, same corner of the end zone that Joe Valerio scored his one of his four touchdowns in Kansas City. Nick Allegretti picked it up last night. Unbelievable moment. Uh, it was great. Look, we had a tight end catch a touchdown, a wide receiver catch a touchdown, a running back catch a touchdown pass, an offensive lineman catch a touchdown pass, and we had a tight end throw a touchdown pass. I'd say it was a pretty good offensive night. Soup to nuts, man. I'll tell you what, uh, Eric, the guy who I would be excited about the most is Jarek McKinnon. It looks like they've got themselves somebody that is another weapon that provides a matchup problem for a defense that already has enough of that to deal with on their plate with everybody else coming at them with Mahomes. You know, it's fresh legs, and Jarek's always been a good player when, when right. he's healthy, and he's got 
Right. He's got fresh legs right now. I mean, I'm just I'm going to go ahead and you know how I'm a homer, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and chalk this one up to Brett Veach again because you know Veach, everything's calculated, right? And Coach Reed and him, they know what they're doing. And uh, I met Jarek during training camp when I was up there doing Randy Reed. He was the guy I was working with on the ladder <laughs> drill. Uh, hot Coles got a whiz. Hot Coles got a whiz. Great guy. Awesome dude. Yes. And like you, I'm like, well, when's Jarek going to get the ball? It's like, well, now we know when Jarek's going to get the ball. When, and he just steps in. And oh, he reminded me of Jamal Charles out there. Hmm. That's a huge heaping spoonful of praise right there. That's I mean, the sure. way he hit the hole and then moves. I mean, he was he was he looked a little like Jamal, in my opinion. Mm. And uh, you got a Kansas State guy to root for now too. I mean, you must be out of your mind with Pringle and oh. everything else going like this. So let me tell you about Byron Pringle. Let me tell you about Byron Pringle. Go for it. Byron Pringle is a pro's pro. I mean, the guy does from what I understand everything they ask him to do, and he just stands on the sidelines screaming. I would. I would. I would die to do this. Like I would die to do this. Like he loves the game of football. He is an exceptional young man. Like he is the most infectious personality, the greatest smile. Of course, he went to Kansas State. Mm. Has the cutest little kids. He's a great follow on Instagram. His kids are so adorable. I am so happy for Byron Pringle because he is an you know uh, he is an example of work ethic, being a likable partner in a relationship. You know, doing what you're asked to do. And then he's getting better, man. They're giving him more opportunities. And that sluggo route that he ran last night was perfection. Eric Stone Street here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so your level of concern moving forward is what? What do you got for me? Well, listen, here's the deal, man. Buffalo's a great team. They're a great team. The best, the best game for the Super Bowls next Sunday night at Arrowhead. The best matchup, the two best teams are meeting Next Sunday at 5.30 at Arrowhead, I will be there. And you know what? I can't take anything away from Buffalo. I love Josh Allen. I love him. He is exactly the type of football player I'd want my quarterback to be. I know. If you I know mean, what I mean? I love him. If it's not Mahomes. If I didn't already have Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I mean. I'm in the same position. He's, he's my choice if, if we don't have Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, look. As a fan, my worry has to do more with being a Chiefs fan my whole life. I go. I was worried going into last night's game. I mean, because I'm not in control of anything. I don't have the knowledge of knowing the matchups like Coach Reed and everybody else knows. So I'm always worried. But, look, Buffalo's a tough match. I mean, New England did not play well. I know Brockman will like me saying that. They did uh, not play no, well. No, they sucked. So <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think the score was tr- a true reflection but, I mean, Buffalo's incredible. I mean, I, I, if we play like we played last night, they play like they played last night, the advantage goes to us, I think, slightly just because of home field. Mm. What's the spread like in your suite? What's it like? Oh, what do you got there? <laughs> I do just, like, uh, we just do, like, normal stadium food. I'm not a fancy football guy, so we always have chili. We always have nachos. Got it. We always have some kind of a hot dog, brat, kraut, um, a chicken wing, usually. No sweets, a lot of soda, a lot of pop. Okay. A lot of so you don't you don't bring any of your own uh you don't bring your own what brisket? Brisket. You don't yeah. bring yeah. any of those. Well, they don't be. let you do that. Come on. They they have they don't let you do that. That's what that's that's one of the thing funny things about Arrowhead is like the 
They they they're proud of the food they serve in those suites. Let me tell you that. Okay. Yeah, but you could sneak in a pork butt in a backpack. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? I I'll tell you this. I did sneak in my own jalapenos this year. No, all right. So that's well, that's a gateway. That's yeah, a gate. Start. That's a gateway food to the bigger <laughs> yeah. stuff. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You know? I packed. Uh, I I love these jalapenos. Brand uh, sliced jalapenos. So I I packed some in my. In my coat, one game. I, I made somebody else walk in with some, though, in case I got caught. I was like, I can't get caught. <laughs> fall guy. <laughs> you had a food fall guy at Arrowhead. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not your first rodeo. It's not Eric Stone Street's <laughs> first rodeo. Okay, so uh, it, it was a great. It was a great night. We, I mean, I was, I was, I was nervous, but uh, I was. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. I guess we decided we wanted to score touchdowns. I mean, uh, look, I, that, and that's the thing I'm, I'm loving about the finale of divisional playoff weekend, right, is that the, that, that the Chiefs did what they did. I mean, they busted. They took that playbook and busted it wide open after a first quarter where the Steelers' defense was definitely effective, to say the least, okay? And they, they got what they needed, which was a defensive score to, to start things off, Um and then they busted that playbook open and then busted the Steelers over the head with it and 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 took care of business. And the Bills just had the first ever, uh, every possession being a touchdown, no possession ending in anything but a touchdown in the history of the NFL. Um, it's it's lit. It's The stage is set. I'm very excited. Yeah, I mean, the one. stage is set. It's, it's the, the, the best matchup is next Sunday night at Arrowhead. I think Cincinnati has a good chance of beating... Tennessee and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I think Cincinnati comes to Arrowhead for the AFC championship. If we're fortunate enough to get past Buffalo, Cincinnati certainly does not do what they did to us. Okay. For, again. Now I'm mandated because, to ask you what happens on the NFC side. What do you think happens there? Yep. What do you think happens well, there? I, I would like the <laughs> Kansas city green Bay uh, super bowl yeah. for nostalgia purposes. Yes. In Los Angeles. But you know me. I would also like my shot at Mr. Brady again. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Be careful I know. what you wish for. I, I hate how much I love that guy. I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. Be careful, Eric. And so, uh, again, knowing how diehard a fan you are and that you know that things need to be one at a time and you need to take care of business and you don't want to upset football gods, have you already reached out to the goods, RG? for uh, a spot uh, should the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, or does he already know that there's your Stone Street plus one at least for that thing? Does he well, already know that? Look, Is that unsaid? He, he, he unfortunately made a deal with the devil when he invited me to the Super Bowl years ago. Yes. And I said I would not go until the Chiefs are in it, and I meant every time the Chiefs are in it. So he knows. <laughs> <laughs> you he sure? Knows Did you read the fine print? Did you, read, you need to read yeah. the fine print. You know? He knows that I will come a calling, but listen. Here's the deal. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's. I learned pretty early on that AFC Championship game where I thought we were going to the Super Bowl, and, and Tom Brady took care of that. Yes. Uh, I was with with Roger, mm-hmm. and I was getting pretty pretty emotional and excited. And he was the one that was like, "You need to you need to win the game. Oh. Don't go, don't go there yet." Like he was. <laughs> so great. He he was measured. <laughs> he, kept, uh-huh. he, he kept me down. So I don't contact him until. Uh, you know, until it's time. He's so seen I a will, few games. He's seen a few games. Uh, all right, last one for you since we brought him up before, and I adore him. How is that O'Neill doing? 
You talk oh my to him? gosh, he's great. What do, you, what do you got for he's me? He's great. What do you got for me? Anything? Um, anything oh good? Yeah. He he uh, texted me the other night, mm-hmm. Eric, because I got him hooked on these steaks from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Great little plug here. Veteran-owned business called Kansas Kansas City Cattle Company. Very good. Veteran-owned, veteran-operated. Great steaks, the best. I'll send you some, Rich. Okay. But I got Ed onto him. I gave him to him for Christmas last year, mm-hmm. and. This is so classic Ed O'Neill. So I send him a box of steak, right? Two weeks later, the guys from Kansas City Cattle Company called me, and they were like, uh, we just got off a 45-minute conversation with Ed O'Neill. And this is a small little cattle company in, like, Weston, Missouri. And I was like, what? And they said, yeah, he just called the number on the on the receipt of the steak and wanted to talk to us, and we had a 45-minute conversation with him about Meat and TV and football and everything I else. What a it. great guy. I'm like, that's Ed O'Neill. That is that, O'Neal. I mean, that's him. Anyway, so this week for the game, he's like, Eric, I'm thinking about cooking something up for the Steelers game. How would you recommend I do one of these Casey Cattle Company sirloins? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, so I send him an audio text back. You know how you press and hold of how I would do it. Yes. And then he just simply wrote, beautiful, butterfly. That's what I'll do. I'll butterfly it. <laughs> So then I start getting pictures of the preparation of the butterfly of the sirloin. And then I guess right as he's ready to cook it, he texts me and he goes, Eric, that audio message you sent me has disappeared from my phone. I can't find it anywhere where you tell me what to do with the garlic and the oil. And yeah, the you got to hit keep. You didn't hit keep. Well, I had anticipated this, so <laughs> I did keep it. I kept it and saved it and then just sent it back to him. And he goes, how did you do that? How did you just do that? <laughs> Oh, he's he he's literally I love he's it. literally the greatest of all time. He is, man. He is. I would love to so see. He was watching the game last night, yep. eating a, a sirloin steak, and then he was going to make a sandwich out of the leftovers. And <laughs> he's excited to come to Kansas City sometime. I wish I could get him here. I mean, I wish I could get him here to to a game. He loves Patrick Mahomes. He's just so well, who doesn't? With and I just love that he roots for the Steelers, even though you know uh, Chuck Knoll cut him in 1969 but i guess it started his stupendous career so there's no hard feelings you know i love yeah. that unbelievable uh but i'm i'm excited man i <sighs> okay you know rich like if yes, you would have if 19 year old me in that picture that you put up or mm-hmm. hopefully you put up for people well, we did oh yeah yeah got it. go for it, it knew that the game of all games would be at arrowhead and that i would be there and we would be playing for you know, a, potentially another Super Bowl. Like, my football dreams are coming true thanks to Coach Reed, Patrick Mahomes, Brett Beach, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, this is all a diehard fan ever wants is a chance to be the team that people talk about. And that's that's where we are. I'm so happy. I guess. I love everything about my football life. And then right now, what, the 50-year-old Eric Stone Street would be asking the 19-year-old why you were in the green shirt? To Arrowhead? I, I can only think it was just pure fashion. <laughs> it was the only clean thing, maybe? Because I remember when I was 19, no, you just wore whatever was I clean. Think it was like, I think it was me being like the lady death protest too much. Mm. I need to just rock a green polo, khaki pants, brown woven belt maybe, some desert boots, and then I'll just throw it in a hint of my fandom on my hat. But now, as you know, yeah. I am Lindsay embarrassingly has to admit, Chief stuff is basically all I wear. Like, <laughs> it's just cool. 
I know you sent me that text of you just winking at the uh, at your camera last night, and I showed that to to my wife. I showed it to Susie. She goes, "He wore that to the game." I'm like, I think that's what he wears all the time. You know? Yeah, that's, so. that's all I. I mean, I, I look it. like the coaching staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're Randy Reed. Thanks for the time, Eric. You're the best, brother. Yeah. You take care of yourself. All right, enjoy. We'll, See you we'll guys. chat soon. There you go. It's gonna be a tough game. We're looking forward to the matchup. All right, there you go. That's Eric Stone Street, the Nouveau Riche, Eric Stone Street. <laughs> When the money gets spent, no matter what. <laughs> right there. Jalapeno what? Fall Guy. That's what he's Jalapeno about. Fall Guy. Write that down. That's a great fantasy team name. We had another one today, right? Didn't we have another one today? Yeah, I, uh, I forget. All right. Let's take a break. More of your phone calls. The Cowboys again? only version of overreaction. I money. Mean, what do you mean they, again? Didn't the pack. TJ. I TJ. Mean, by the way, get ready to open the club. There's more people waiting to the talk Buffalo to you here. The Bills won by 30. We lost by six points, the smallest margin of victory. Yeah. And, and yet we've got to keep hearing about this. Oh the store. Bring it. This Come is on. what happens when you're the so-called varsity, sir. I and get, you're one and done. I'm just saying. With, as Dan Orlovsky said, $400 million offense. Well, he ran out of back the end zone one, so whatever. Oh, <laughs> wow. So he, technically, he's not in the club. He had texted that to me, so I'm glad that you actually said it. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm not afraid, Brock. And I'm never scared. Never scared. I'm sure Dan's never heard that before. Never scared. Never heard that. Never. Let's take a break. The next segment will be terrific. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on our program. Here we go. 
I just saw a, <laughs> a tweet talking about what just happened during the commercial break in Dallas. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Question is, do I hold on to this for all the radio audience or not? Might as well. I, I would say respect the radio audience, Rich. Okay. Okay. Nathan in L.A. has been hanging on forever. What's up, Nathan? You there? It is good to talk to you again, Rich. What's going on, and Nathan? I have a few thoughts. It was going to be magnanimous and avoid talking to TJ, but since I do have, I am a giant fan and I do have four trophies in the So he's in. He's hey, allowed. let me get that rope for you. Let me get oh, that rope. Oh, the rope? Okay. <laughs> no, you, uh, you're, you're in. You're in, but your friend can't. Yeah, your friend right. can't come. Just you're in. You're not, uh, you can't be I personal. I understand. I understand. I'm a divisional opponent. I get it. I'm only going to explain. You seem to have a confusion as to why this is happening. No, I'm not confused. And you seem to have a, you seem to be confused as to that what happens when you put up a sign every day. Mm, I'll put it up now. Backlash. I'm gonna put it up in June. <laughs> That's fine. You keep doing it, but the response will come. That's fine. We'll keep coming as long as you keep doing that. Okay. Uh, a couple other thoughts, though. I do wanted to I wanted to talk about this play, and I wanted to say one thing about the Niners. Yes. It. I find it amusing. One of the things I find most amusing about the attention on that play, especially from Cowboys players, is that even if that play had gone well or gone right, the result would have been you had one shot at a touchdown or nothing play from the 40-yard line. That's the best. I mean, so harping on that play to suggest it had anything to do with the outcome is kind of kind of silly well, I agree I mean it just he Dak just I think what I saw somebody and thanks for the call Nathan I appreciate it somebody right, tweeted, somebody somebody, right, somebody tweeted out that if he had an Apple watch he <laughs> he would have gotten down you know, I think they're illegal you can count your line. steps no yeah. you can count your steps uh, that's the point <laughs> Apple watch count your steps for the day it also like saved you if you fall down a cliff he, he stayed up too long man he did but like we said before the show, Rich, that it never should have got to that point because the, the Niners should have never lost the ball. I don't even understand. Well, the Cowboys shouldn't have the, been down as much as they were down either. I mean, we gave up th- three field goals. It wasn't like we were getting but, but stopped you, but No, it's not the defense. It's the offense couldn't yeah. move it. But the point is, like I said, Dude, the, Dak's it, making forty million. Zeke is making a got you know a, 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 a mint. You know, you should be getting more than just. Seven points in the first three quarters. That's it. You know? Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're about to go. I'm, I know this is going to steal your part of your thunder, Chris. But Can you just let me do the first I, one first? I can't, I can't. Just let me do the first one. This, it, it just Because we're about to do a, a uh. Cowboys-only version of overreaction that no one's asking Monday. for by no, the way. I think everyone's America asking for just home. one just let me do no, one no, I, I just gotta read one. it I just gotta read it appearing Bengals on one talk about uh, their uh, appearing on 105.3 the fan okay in the Metroplex Stephen Jones the EVP of the Dallas Cowboys Stephen Jones asked about Mike McCarthy remaining team the team's head coach quote absolutely he's very confident McCarthy's going nowhere which means see you later, Dan Quinn. So you're going to have to find a new defensive coordinator, and you might have to find two new coordinators. Kellen Moore might get the gig down in Jacksonville. I would take that gig right now if I was him. 
Tony and it was Romo offered is to me. Very certain Although that I'm, Kellen Quinn or that he's getting a, a shot. He's been on it all year. Uh, oh, about Kellen Moore? Kellen Moore, yeah. Well, I don't so. know. I, I heard Byron Lefwich might be the guy that they want yeah. in Jacksonville, which would be terrific news because I think he's former Jag. Yeah, he would be terrific there. Man, Kellen Moore is thirty three. He's very young. But yeah, Romo, every Cowboy game he does, he's pounding the table like this guy's getting a job. And I'm like, it's a lot of people ahead of Kellen Moore, you would think, in line. But let's I don't to, know what the line is. Let's so. go to Jason in Madison, Wisconsin, before we get to a Cowboys-only overreaction Monday. What's up, Jason? Hey, guys. How you doing? What's going on? What's up, Jason? Hey, good. So just a couple things. Being a lifelong <clears throat> Packer fan, excuse me, on uh, Mike McCarthy, <clears throat> you know, obviously we had experience with him. Um, yes. I, he's a good guy. Yeah, um, he I won a lot. He won a lot there. He won a well, lot. Just, and this is well. Thanks, there. thanks for what. Yeah, exactly. He won a Super Bowl. You got to give him credit for that. And what you just mentioned too, if you look at it, if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Um, his winning percentage in the regular season, I think, is second only to Vince Lombardi. Um, but that being said, there was one thing about McCarthy, though, that I always remembered. Um, and he had Rodgers. You know, they let him go in the middle of the season a few years ago. McCarthy, to me, always had a thing when he was up in a game. He didn't have that um, killer instinct to put the game away. You know what I mean? Where he would get kind of conservative to me a little too early. You know, I think back when they lost that uh, championship game to the Seahawks years ago. Um, you know, and circumstances dictate whatever. But, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. And let's face it, when, when you're in Green Bay, as you're the coach, you got to deal with Rodgers, who, you know, I love Rodgers as a quarterback, but we all know he's a diva. You know, I mean. Well, <laughs> I, I, I hear you. And he won a ton there. And, and Rodgers, you know, only won. The, and the interesting enough, the championship was, was in Dallas. And I thank you for the call. The, the issue with McCarthy, and then we'll get to your overreaction, Chris. Yesterday. Just this, just the issue with the Cowboys yesterday is the number of times that McCarthy and the Cowboys found themselves or placed themselves or ordered up a play that put the entire operation right in the front seat of situational football and needing to be situationally smart and also execute the play in such a way that minimized the risk of whatever they were attempting. The fake punt was the zenith of it, the pinnacle of it, right? To put themselves in a risky spot, and they operated it. They executed it. They were situationally smart to call it. They needed that spark. It was an excellent button to push. What the hell happened next where you're saying, I'm going to leave my team out there Special teams until the last possible second and then swap units. It was so stupid. And they were situationally awful right there. And you're now leaving yourself open to the umpire standing over the snap of the football to allow the opportunity for the other team to substitute. And the other team was like, no, they were kind of like Coach Dale. We got our guys on the floor. That's our team. And then... They snap it, and it's a delay of game. I was just wondering why it was delay of game, why you're you're needing the other team to have an opportunity to swap out defenses, and they clearly were not doing it. Why the umpire stood for as long as he stood there? That was weird. Okay. And then I did think they got the ball back to Dak in time, but 
clearly, I guess, they, yeah. they thought he hadn't. But you're allowing yourself to be put in the position of these things to happen because you waited so damn late to swap your unit out. And what are you trying to do? Just do that to get San Francisco to burn a timeout or jump off sides under the threat of them, what, running an offensive play or f- with their punt fake team. punt team yeah. on a first down? Why don't you just take the win of you being situationally smart and executing it in the moment and just put your offense back out there? You've got the momentum. Well, Romo was calling it the whole time. He's like, they're doing this, so they'll call a timeout and just waste but one. But what for? Uh, like, so, just so take they don't that have win. it at the end? Yeah, I like you're know. Like, you know, don't be too damn greedy. That take your so win stupid. and go. Like, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. It's like and a- then the other thing, too, is that you have to be situationally brilliant and smart to let your guy run it with no timeouts left with the whole middle of the field open as opposed to throwing it twice. You know? It's not like they had 11 men on each side of the sideline. I mean, there were some holes for you to find maybe to try and get somebody out of bounds. That would have been risky too. I, I, if you're running up the middle, just get the few yards and get the hell down. And then find the umpire. That was the problem, is that they put themselves in situations where they needed to be situationally brilliant and supposedly all practiced and coached up for it. And they weren't good in them. That's on the coach, right? Yeah. Ultimately. That was like one of those fire drills where you get out of the car when you're a kid and you run around and then you hop in and the driver (laughs) jumps. I, I was sitting there like, what are, what is going What's it on? What? It was weird. It was weird. The, like, why are we trying that fake punt the fake on first punt was down? was fantastic. Or? It was great. And yeah, like, then I mean, it I was love, like the I, Benny Hill song. The fake like, punt was so awesome. Dude, caught everybody by surprise. The, 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 the original punters are people too. Punter, the, the George Washington yeah. of this is Brian Anger. He's the one who started it yes. Yeah, he was the re- he was, oh, he, was he was terrific. He would kept putting the ball inside the 10-yard line yeah. on on San Francisco. He hit and the scoreboard. He hit, he hit the scoreboard. scoreboard. Yeah. He's the one who threw that pass. And then what are we supposed to do? Like, uh-oh, let's burn a timeout. We don't want anger to throw it again? Like, what the hell was that? That made zero sense, like I said. Or Tom- run it? Like you're going to run an option yeah, with Brian uh, Anger? Like, oh, let's burn a timeout. Let's jump off sides because we're so nervous. Like, I figured his arm was that like, What are they doing? I was like, they're going to see anger throw a bomb right now. Like, that would have been amazing. Yeah, it made no sense, guys. All right, we've never right. done this, but we have never done this before. But Brockman last night texted me, yeah. mm-hmm. do you want to do a separate version of Overreaction Monday just on the Cowboys? I'm going to be highly critical and My first of this. reaction was, I don't think so, you're because like, there's going to eh. be so much to talk about. But then you're like, Smitch and I talked about it. We came up with a whole bunch. And I'm sitting here thinking, who am I to say, <laughs> like, you, know, oh. I get, you have the initiative. Do you want to put this together? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Hit it. You're leaving yourself open. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right. We kind of stepped. Cowboy. Ah, nice. Right. Very well done. <laughs> nice. We kind of stepped on it a little bit, and Stephen Jones just kind of squashed, squashed it. But first up, Mike McCarthy should no longer be the Cowboys coach. You know what? Come I- on. PJ, be honest with yourself. I would think that that you'd have to sit here and you can't totally 
Dismiss it. Dismiss you gotta it. Think about but it. You also can't dismiss him in the first 24 hours. That's the ultimate overreaction. That's what I'm saying. And uh, you have to let the pieces settle. The problem with the pieces settling is that Dan Quinn could get an offer from the Denver Broncos in like two seconds because they've already started their process. They've already interviewed other people. I imagine they have already interviewed enough candidates to certainly observe the Rooney rule and go get Dan Quinn. That's the problem. So I'll just say when you're talking about another person's job, short of them being thoroughly beyond the pale, can't stay there anymore, Urban Meyer not coming back on the plane, kicking his kicker incompetent, you've got to just let the pieces settle and have a conversation about it. So I'll call that an overreaction for the moment, Christopher. I mean, even Joe Judge kept his job for about 48 hours. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) After taking the... The surrender formation. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're a little bit better off than that. I would agree. All right, we talked to Dan Orlovsky uh, last hour, and he put 100% of the loss on Mike McCarthy and 100% of the loss on this guy. Breaking the bank for Dak was a big mistake. I'll say that's an overreaction for the moment. That is definitely an overreaction. Breaking the bank for him is a mistake. He is still in the ascendancy portion of his career he's still getting better okay now the problem though is you have paid him like Mahomes and Allen and we are seeing them getting better every year already reaching heights that other quarterbacks don't have Dak Prescott needed to put that game on his back yesterday and not sail it over the heads of his guys a couple of times you know it was one of the more remarkable moments though of the game and this is why Dak is really special too. And I understand what happened at the end of the game was awful and he should have executed the final play better. But the possession before ended with Dallas going for it on fourth down and him heaving it down the field, evading the oh, rush. Yeah, great play. And he put the ball in a spot where Cedric Wilson was just a couple of feet too far to the right of the ball for him to make a play on it. But the fact that that ball got out at all and got anywhere in the vicinity of a catch radius of Cedric Wilson, that was unbelievable. And not a lot of quarterbacks can do that. So, paying him all that money, it's going to be, if Dak pays attention to this stuff or cares about any of it at all, certainly with him blaming the officials and, and not and completely turning on a dime after he says, you can't throw garbage at my teammates coming off the field, but absolutely throw garbage at the human beings who are who are equally trying their best and equally trying to prepare every week and put their blood, sweat, and tears. Nobody They're looks just, at it like that. Though, uh, uh, dude, like, and I understand it. I said it was out of character for him. Yeah, you're in the but, heat of but, things. But so. you're also going to be, when you're paid this much money and you are the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys and you are one and done, you're going to get in a ton of heat. And I, I am not concerned about it. I bet you he's going to come back stronger than ever, physically stronger than ever. But a couple more of these, and he gets through his contract, his $100 million-plus contract with no playoff wins, then we can sit here and say this is, an over, this is a proper reaction. But for the moment, I'll just still call it an overreaction. Yeah, still just, you know, 
what, a, a year plus from that horrible injury. So, you know, he's still This is a terrific yeah. year for him. The team, though, was not a good year. You can't, you can't do what they did and go one and done. All right, speaking of that offense, the $400 million offense, like Dan said last hour, the Cowboys should build next year's offense around Tony Pollard. Bingo. 100%. I thought he should have played more yesterday. Only got six carries? Dude, right? Is that right? I thought he should have touched that ball so much more often. He is a difference maker, man. Bingo. And this is... and you. I, I, honestly, Zeke though gets paid the amount of money where you need to you need to run him and have him touch the ball 20, 25, 30 times a game. But, but his days, his days, but his days of that are I think are over. Well, he's hurt. I mean, I, but I, I know you got to so, see you got to see next season if he comes back and he's at full strength. Pollard's got to touch it more they because go Zeke because Zeke can control a game. Zeke can control a game. Zeke can end a game. Zeke can put the ball in the end zone. But Tony Pollard can break it open. Zeke can take out two rushers with one block as he did on that. That was incredible. Like that that's was, and that's, that's why the man's on the field. That's why he's out there. The field. I agree. Yeah. I know? agree. I say so. The puts and figure out how to put them both out there. Yeah, we need sound? both. I love that idea. You know, how keep, does that sound? Keep him, keep him healthy, keep him fresh. What else over there, Chris? Uh, fourteen penalties, right? Fourteen penalties yeah. yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a sim- syst- uh, a symptom of poor organizational leadership. <laughs> top down, top down, top down. I mean, I, I, that's ridiculous. We talk about penalties, Pre-snap. though. Snap, but pe- you can call a penalty whenever you want. The penalties are kind of arbitrary. Not on, not, 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 not pre snap. Yes. If you think that this team isn't ready because because uh, of a a hand a, to the a, face because, penalty, because, like, because if yeah. By the way, that was another. That was absolutely was a, the right call. It was a bad penalty, but there's nothing coaching is going to do. That's in the heat of the moment, and you. Like, I don't know how coaching... Tech, that's technique, There's though, lots of heats of a lot of other moments that you don't see it happening. Yeah, but don't people always... And I'm not defending, but don't people always say you can call a hold, you can call something on the offensive line every single play if you it, want. True, if you fall, are, if false you, start, delay a game, though. Yeah, that but, stuff, you're if right. You you're are in, if you are in the camp of McCarthy doesn't have the team ready because he's not good, he's not competent, he's lackadaisical... You know that the Bleacher Report article that he's too Massages, busy. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's getting. You know, he, he, he's too busy getting shiatsu massage. You know, whatever. <laughs> okay, that that if you're of that mindset about him, then the fact that he's there and the the owners put him there, then you're you're right. But I, I don't know, man. It, it's just even McCarthy's kind of like looking out there, like what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? You know, the O-line jumped tw- that second half, and Romo's like, we got to get these guys have to have got to get rid of all these mistakes and penalties, and they have back-to-back false starts on third and on schedule to make it third and long. 14 is so many. I know you got one more over there. What's your one I got, more? I got one more. I went. Halfway through the year, Micah Parsons made the switch and then just kind of took over. He should have been there full-time. Micah Parsons, full-time edge rusher. No. Rush the quarterback. No. No, 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 no. He 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 could do so much. Like create havoc. I know, but then they get Tank Lawrence back and DJ Watt style. Go, let's go. No, I. But even Watt sometimes, you know, Watt brothers also sometimes jump back into coverage. Parsons is so good at that too. He can disrupt you by in the minute by by you know uh, by pedaling back and being in spots where you think the ball and you can't put it there, and then all of a sudden somebody else gets home. He's amazing. I, so I don't think you could make any complaints about 
him at all this year. Just waited too long to make him that edge rusher. That's My concern, again, about Micah Parsons and his advancement, and he's terrific, is if you do give it up to Dan Q, the DQ, DC, DQ, okay? Who's the next guy there? Because he's gone. He is going to be in the head coach of fill-in-the-blank, maybe by the end of this week. And that's why the Jones family have got to make a decision. Do you keep him and you keep the defensive side of the ball done or you keep your CEO coach and Mike McCarthy and maybe have to get a couple of other new coordinators? That's a big choice for the Cowboys right now, man. Mm-hmm. That's an overreaction Monday specifically on the Dallas Cowboys. We'll come back, set the table for tonight's game and the rest of the week. We've got some great guests for the rest of the week here, especially in studio as well. And more of your calls at 844-204-RICH when we come back. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just one last moment for us, in a way, right here, to use the, uh, I guess, Kilbourne phrase. Yeah, the old (laughs) Kilbourne phrase moment for us here. Um, In the history of RES Consulting, (laughs) where we come up with ideas and we try to make lives better. We try to come up with concepts that actually come true. I I think for our PowerPoint, if anybody requires a presentation from RES Consulting for our our services, um, I think the the new lead item is having Ian Eagle wearing Kurt Warner's jacket. And when we talk to him about it, on the left is Sean Mitchell creating the mock-up of what it would look like. <laughs> and on the right is the actual um, moment. It, I mean, this is, this, this is how you make things. You sometimes have to come up with the concept. Speaking. Then you have to conceptualize them mm-hmm. and put them in a way that makes somebody understand. Um, and Ian said yes. And there it is. It's pretty close. Pretty close. Really good. Well, that's what Photoshop except, does. Except here's the difference. is On the left on the left is Ian Eagle, you know, clearly in a headshot moment where it isn't six degrees outside. And on the right is a man who has been sitting in six degree temperature for two and a half hours. 
right? Like that's the only difference I think in that side by side. It's right cold there. because he didn't start the game wearing that coat. He did, so, right? He was wearing you know, another. We, we did go back and reveal. forth about when you know, because uh, again, Arias Consulting. I don't just make Kurt ship the jacket and then leave mm-hmm. it alone. Right, of course. I was going back and forth with him. We got to see these things through. Rich. He told me the, he said his idea would be halftime, and I said that's a good idea, mm-hmm. especially. Uh, I said unless you don't want anybody to listen a word of what you're saying in the open of the broadcast <laughs> you know if he just comes on the air yeah but for him to come on the air the game was essentially over oh, right yeah. oh yeah you know what i mean it's not no halftime ended up working out it was a perfect storm and then mike florio not thinking it was the actual jacket yeah, no, he's just i know he's There's like no way that's the real jacket. Like, i hate to break it to you but here at res consulting Fantastic. i even have the photograph of the box as it arrived you know, I and to the hotel, me, right? Yeah, he Buffalo? sent me. Yeah, and I was thinking, do I tweet that out or that has Kurt's address on it? So oh, let's not do that. <laughs> let's go. I, 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 all right, I got to reach out to others to see if they will wear. That, that was a perfect caper, man. Well, who's doing the Packers? Is it Joe and yeah. Tro- Okay, there great. it is. <laughs> <laughs> well done. All right, Smitch. There it is. <laughs> yes. Okay, Smitch. Yes. <laughs> We're all in it. All right, hold on. Now send me that photo so I can tweet that out. <laughs> like we're here for the people, man. Like uh, have us people. consult. What do you need consulted you on, need? and we'll do it. What do you need? Whatever you need. Whatever. What no, need? no job too small. No job too big. You didn't need the jacket Saturday night in Buffalo. I know that. We'll talk about you it saw. in the show. You, you we'll saw. talk. We'll talk about it in the it. show. Lift the shirt, all mammal, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my man. No, 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 guys, save it. Save it. We're not there yet, guys. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. My friends at NetSuite want to let you know about this one-of-a-kind financing offer that's uh, special for just right now. Because if you are having trouble with your visibility in your business because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software, it's time for you to ask yourself how you're running your business and if you do need what I'm telling you you need. Again, we consult here. This is RES Consulting. You need upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle to see the full picture because NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite in over 28,000 and businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade. Got to go to netsuite.com slash rich. Head to netsuite.com slash rich for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. netsuite.com slash rich. All right. Uh, Jackson in Fresno, California. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Jackson? Thank you for having me, Rich. Um, Thank you, I wanted to ask TJ if he thought the 2007 Cowboys with uh, Terrell Owens, Marion Barber, Tony Rome, or the 2021 Dallas Cowboys with uh, Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, and Ezekiel Elliott, what is the more disappointing team Ooh. to him? Okay, wait a minute. First things first oh. is, um, you know, I noticed you addressed me. You have an opportunity to address TJ. I have to ask again. I'm kind of feel like oh. I'm the bouncer here, mm-hmm. and TJ's up in the VIP. Yep. Um, what right. is what what is your credentials? Um, 
here. What are your credentials? I am a I am a Oakland Raiders fan, now the Las Vegas Raiders, but grew up an Oakland Raiders fan. Okay, okay. All right. Let All me, right, he's in. He's let, me, in. Let, me, let me get this rope for you, buddy. Hold okay. on a second. All right, very good. Three wins. All right. So now answer his question. Come on in. Now answer his question. Now answer his question. What's more disappointing? You know, you go back to that 2017, and we always talk about the Dez drop it game, right? But what a lot of people don't remember is there was a, a play that DeMarco Murray would have had about a 60-yard oh, touchdown run. I mean, like, Del Tufo could have ran, took this ball to the crib, and he fumbled it. <laughs> uh-huh. And a lot of people don't think about that moment. That, that, was a tough, that was a tough game because that was a very good Dallas team there. Um, okay. This team, I, I, I don't know. I don't know which one was rougher. I think that one was a little bit tougher, to be honest with you. I okay. was more upset after that game because I've pretty much zenned out over the years mm-hmm. watching Dallas games. Mm-hmm. Like People think I get all upset. Like I'm able to just watch the game without – Okay. Going crazy. Jackson, but. thank you for the call. Thank you for yeah. the call. And thank speaking you. of speaking of Del Tufo, uh, I think today's show was it's appropriate he was not here. He was <laughs> oh, supposed yeah. to be. He well, made this late move. Because two things. Uh first of all, we'd be we we would be without his comic stylings on his Twitter account. Um, what is this guy doing? And, and secondly, it, it might have gotten ugly here because you do not appreciate a lot of what he has been tweeting out well, Rich, it's in the last 24 hours. It's like the guy who we said he doesn't really have, have a team, right? Yeah. He doesn't really have a team. And I don't care that you spent 50 grand or whatever on tickets. That doesn't that doesn't make you a, a it's true not even fan going tonight. Yeah, of his team. His tickets. He's working. And that's the thing. Like he all he does. He keeps tagging me in these Dallas like he thinks he's King Troll. And he's like, oh, I've been muted. Like, I don't care enough to mute you. I don't care enough to block you. I'm just going to let you keep like thinking you're funny. But like, here's the deal, Mike. And I, you know what? I'm going to save this. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to wait till he's here to say well, this. Okay, good. He's here. Yeah. good he'll, he'll be here tomorrow. You got him. He'll be okay. here tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, I'll wait. I'll um, wait. You know, people are saying that he's being a little too hard, uh, and, and part of his Very response trolly. is that he said they, th- that you guys all muted him anyway. <laughs> None true. of us not muted true. him. Okay. I don't care enough to mute him. And then he wrote, uh, I tweet for my fans. Wow. He tweets for the people. So I want to hear tomorrow's show people. is going to be great. <laughs> Not only that, but on uh, on the show uh, in this very hour tomorrow, uh, Scream crushed it in the oh, yeah. in the movie theaters over the weekend. Over thirty five million bucks Ooh, for Scream. Man, we talked that. to Jack Quaid, one of the stars of Scream, last week. Nev Campbell in studio. Ooh, hey now. Also this week in studio, Sebastian Maniscalco returns yeah. to the program. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Put on a clean shirt. Man. Okay. <laughs> so those are just that. not one but two in-studio guests on the show this week. and then We're getting course, back to normal a little bit, Richard. Yeah, you know what? A little bit. We're trying our best. A little bit. We're trying our best. This feels good. And then tonight, who you got? Rams big. So you're going, right? Not going. Did you sell them yet? You sell your tickets? I did. Oh, my God. I made sure they were Rams fans. You guys. Oh, really? I abided by uh, Mrs. Stafford. Okay. I made sure they were. Del Tufo Ram- did not. I he just put them sure on Rams. secondary. How'd you make sure? You know them? I, it's a personal transaction. Oh, okay. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Made, made sure. All right. Very good. Yeah. I'll be there tonight. Westwood won. I'll be there. Who you got? I took the Rams yesterday. Yeah. I took the Rams. Eric Weddle is in. Oh. No word from J.J. Watt yet. Oh, it's, they, they, they cleared a spot yesterday. He's in. They did? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. He had just not Dude. been active. He had not been remain uh, named active as it's of right coming. now. It's he coming. Just hasn't done it. It's coming. I would be stunned if not. We're gonna have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Excited. 
And again, I think we'll be talking about the Rams going to the Bucks. That's what I think is going to happen tonight. Game tonight I man. think you're right, man. I think oh, you're right. Oh, my Fun gosh. Game tonight. But who knows? Who knows? We will discuss it at length on Tuesday's show. Again, with Nev Campbell and Mike Del Tufo in studio. And in that order, quite <laughs> frankly. Uh, now How about them Cowboys? When we come back, take you to brother from another with some great stuff. <laughs>